The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Interpretive Fan Fiction, brought to you by Second Breakfast. Today we'll be jumping a little further into the werewolf who stole Christmas. Please be advised, this is an M-rated fanfic. We find ourselves a little further in the story between Tonks and Remus. Quite a bit further. A little bit further. A lot of it further. A lot of it further. All the way. Wow, wow. She laughed and stopped a little way from a little way away from the door, leaning against the wall and pulling Remus closer, fiddling with the hem of his jumper. What would you say? She said, biting her lip against a grin as she peered up at him. If I told you that I found that really sexy. Remus grinned back and leant in closer, gently pressing her into the wall and making her bite her lip harder against a gash. <laughs> Rather than a grin, he met her eye, his, his somewhere between delicious, flirty invitation and delightfully schoolboy amusement. I'd say you were my kind of girl. <laughs> He'd say, taking her face in his hands and tilting it up. His warm lips covered hers, and in an instant, she was lost. She wasn't entirely sure if the whooshing sensation in her stomach was from them apparating or Remus's kiss. But before she'd have time to ascertain which, and before they even really <laughs> finish arriving, Remus was kissing her more fervently, and she couldn't think of anything except the feel of his lips on hers and his fingers on her jaw. Suddenly, she wasn't on a cold doorstep at all. She was back against the wall at the party with Remus's teeth on her throat or upstairs in her room with his hips pressed (laughs) against hers. She forgot about everything, her amusement and the thought that she'd been having about what Steph might be doing now (laughs) disappeared instantly. And so did any... Any residual cold from their journey, she'd felt as warm and tingly on the inside as she'd had in the morning, and Remus's hands were in her hair, his lips teasing hers, and her body ached to have him touch her. Merlin. (laughs) Tonks pulled him closer and stumbled backwards until her shoulders hit something solid and wooden. Front door. She thought... (laughs) (laughs) And then coherent, (laughs) though deserted her entirely. His lips were eager and hungry on hers, and his hair was soft beneath her skin as she raked her fingers through it, pulling his mouth more firmly against hers. Their kiss increased in fervor with every minute. Touches grew bolder by the second, and they stumbled through the front door, neither wanting to let their eager lips away from the others for so long enough to give the task the proper focus it deserved. (laughs) 
Tonks was vaguely aware of ascending the stairs and vaguely aware of Remus's hands moving away to open a door. But his lips were on hers, his body against hers, and the feel of her jumper beneath his fingertips was far too distracting for her to give either a lot of consideration until she caught her hip on something. (laughs) It was hard and pointed and desk shaped. (laughs) Sarah cannot handle the story. She opened her eyes, taking in and trying to focus on her surroundings rather than just the whispered sensations Remus was causing by tracing the outline of her bottom lip with his thumb as he kissed her jaw. We appear to be in your bedroom. She, she said to the corner of his mouth, her voice hushed, hurried and breathless. <laughs> <laughs> He he murmured, pulling her closer, his lips on her neck. You're constantly vigilant after all. His his lips brushed hers again, and she sighed against them, the noise catching in her throat as his fingers found the hem of her top and slid inside against her skin. His hands (laughs) inched higher, his fingers... Splayed against her skin, barely tickling, exploring with the same eager, intoxicating pace as his tongue in her mouth. And before she really knew what was happening, her top was on the floor. His jumper (laughs) had joined it, and she was scrabbling to get her buttons off on his shirt undone. Soon enough, the only thing against her stomach was his. As he slipped one bra strap down her shoulder, she thought it was probably only a matter of time before there was nothing between them at all. He kissed her neck, moving up to nibble her earlobe as she took the opportunity. That was getting so turned on. Dude. That was getting so intense. That's like my guy. Mm. And she, and she took the opportunity to let her eyes wander over him. Her breath and mm. her breathing quicken. Her breathing quicken in response to what she saw. She thought that maybe underneath it all, he'd be he'd be all angles, and he was thin. There was no getting away from it, but there was something pleasingly curvy about him. <laughs> <laughs> the way. The way his shoulders flowed down uh, down his chest, the unexpected dip of his waist above slender hips. He hooked his fingers under her chin and lifted her face to his, covering her lips with an urgent kiss. And after that, there seemed to be only only racing heat. It spread from his fingers into her skin, but from hers, too, as she explored tracing the contours of his shoulders and letting her hands dally on his chest, moved down over his stomach, finding an intriguing trail of hair below his belly button that disappeared underneath his belt. She felt dizzy at the thought of her and pressed her cheek to his shoulder, grateful for how close he was holding her, how strong his arms felt. His touch made her delirious. His kiss, as he returned his lips to hers, made, made her head spin and her knees weak. And the feel of his skin against hers as he eased her ever closer was amazing. 
It made her feel lightheaded with desire and tingle all over with expectation. But somewhere in the back of her mind was a voice telling her that she shouldn't commit herself properly to this because any second he'd pull away. She didn't want that. And she didn't want to be constantly thinking about if or when he'd stop. If she should... She wanted to be free to lose herself in what was happening. And so before she could talk herself out of it, she dragged her lips across his cheek and pulled away a little, albeit with reluctance of monumental proportions. I thought you wanted to, you know, wait, she said, and his lips, his fingers stalled on her skin. She'd hoped she hadn't misjudged where this was leading and glanced up, biting her lip as if, She met his eye, wondering what she'd find there. But he didn't look annoyed or irritated or shocked at the suggestion or any of the things she'd fear he might. His eyes held hers, and they twinkled with something warm and inviting. But there was trepidation there, too. And her heart... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where's the color? I was like, oh! Constricted at the thought. I did. He said as his fingers drifted up her arm and gently scuffed her cheekbone with his thumb. Did. She repeated the word over and over in her mind until she was sure that he had said what she thought he had. And thought it meant what she thought it meant. Tongs' brain reeled first, quickly followed by her body. She suddenly had a new and acute love for the past tense. Did? She said, her voice hushed and breathy, her heart pounding louder in the music at the party it ever had and making every inch of her reverberate to its rhythm. Hmm. He murmured, his chest rising and falling quicker than usual against hers. Why are you so fucking mysterious? (laughs) (laughs) Remus? Like, hmm. like, That's what makes him that? so sexy. I know there's like there's a lot of hmm lines by Lee mm. Remus in this whole in this whole book. Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> and yet, in spite of everything, she felt utterly calm. It seemed impossible that a moment ago everything she had seemed so frantic, and now everything was quiet and still. But it was, and she held her breath, not wanting to make any movement, however small, to spoil the moment. She met his eye, suddenly aware of how very close they were standing, of every inch of his body that was pressed against hers. Her jeans, his trousers, his naked stomach against hers, and above that, black lace, his pale chest and arms twined about around each other so that she couldn't quite tell whose was whose. I trust you, he said quietly, and the corner of his mouth hitched just slightly into the beginnings of a smile. She swallowed and then raised an eyebrow in question because the words had done funny things to the bit of her brain that was normally in charge of forming sentences. If you say you've thought about it, then I trust you. I just, I needed a while to get used to the idea. He said, but she barely heard him because she was still replaying him saying that he trusted her. She loved that. She bit her lip a little harder, aware of what she was grinning at like an idiot. But she couldn't think of anything to say, so she just let his words dwell in the air between them for a moment, and then raised herself up on her toes and covered his lips with hers. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I was like, man, this thing is long. 
I'm sorry. That's okay. He drew a breath in sharply against her mouth, his fingers tightening on the small of her back and the tantalizing promise of something still to come, and then kissed her in a way that made her insides quake and her heart beat faster. Because for the first time, there was something (laughs) gloriously unrestrained about it. She wrapped her arms around his neck and then threaded her fingers into his hair, desperate for something to hold on to as, he kiss, as his kisses drove her crazy. She couldn't take any more without showing him exactly how she felt, and she broke away, covering his jaw with a multitude of fleeting kisses. And in response, he dropped his forehead onto her shoulder and sighed delightfully, delightedly, <clears throat> holding her tightly against him as she moved down his neck. <laughs> I suppose this has got nothing to do with you being. We're <laughs> 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 grown ups. <laughs> I suppose this has got nothing to do with you being really horny after this morning, has it? <laughs> she said, breathing her words against his delicious skin. <laughs> And he laughed, his breath tickling her shoulder and then her neck as he turned his face. Absolutely not. He said, straightening up, taking his face in her hand. Wait. What? <laughs> Tiffany's lost. <laughs> it's what it says. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Gobblestones. Gobblestones. His hand. (laughs) Taking her face in his hand, he scuffed her cheek with his thumb and looked down at her. And through the darkness, she could only just make out the slightest tinge of concern in his eyes that were otherwise alive and sparkling. I mean, we don't have to if you don't want to. Are you joking? She said. Have you any idea how difficult it was to concentrate at work after this morning? Remus left, let out a soft breath of laughter, and it gently drifted over her face, but, it, but once it had settled, everything changed again, and before she had chance to register who had moved first, their mouths were pressed tightly together, tongues exploring <laughs> frantically as if they'd never done it before, and they were both snatching breaths when, where they could when the other moved away to bestow kisses on chests or necks or nibble ears. <laughs> or when's heads lolled back because something the other was doing. She barely noticed him undoing her belt, fumbling with the buttons on her jeans because she was past caring about individual actions and way past caring what he thought of her body, if he liked what he saw. The only thing she could think of was how much she wanted him. All of him. <laughs> and how, she, how pleased she was that it seemed to feel exactly the same. It wasn't until she was slipping his trousers past his hips and hearing them slide to the floor with a sigh. And he was steering her back towards the bed and carefully lowering her onto it with the air of a man who had had a lot of practice at this sort of a thing. Jeez. <laughs> That it occurred to her how much, very, how much practice he'd had at this sort of thing. With Lily. His lips like no. His lips were on her neck. His leg resuming its position from earlier with largely similar requ- results. But largely. At the party, she <laughs> thought that she didn't care about the age thing. 
and she didn't, but she but he'd been doing this thing since he was 17 and a quick bit of mental arithmetic that she was surprised to be able to pull off such a moment told her that that was nearly 20 years to her five. And at the, at that thought and before she could stop herself, she laughed against his shoulders. His lips slowed their pace on her neck. What? He murmured softly against her skin, nearly making her forget what she'd been laughing at, but not quite. Nothing. She said, but the snigger gave her away. She rolled her eyes at herself and then met his eye, knowing that she could confess and winced a little at the thought. I was just thinking about how old you are. <clears throat> Remus's shoulders drooped in a quite impressively mock disappointment, which would have worried her had his eyes still not had his trademark sparkle. Thank you, Tonks. He said, huffily, although... The way he returned to kissing her neck, gently pulling at her flesh in his mouth <laughs> indicated that he really wasn't in the mood to hold a grudge. That's exactly what a man wants to hear the first time he takes his clothes off in front of a woman. She covered her mouth with her hand and <laughs> laughed into her fingers. I'm sorry, I didn't mean... Well, I should hope not. He said tersely, but there was a laughter in his voice that couldn't quite disguise. And when he glanced at her, his cheek twitching as he clearly battled a grin she bit her lip and then rolled him settling on top of him and then sliding her legs up his straddling his hips and (laughs) sitting up a bit (laughs) she settled for taking a quick but rather strangled breath to steady herself before she leaned in and kissed him she tried to make it an apologetic one but as their mouths met there was there were they were in no mood for anything other than (laughs) insistence and teasing As his body moved under hers, it felt amazing. Far too good if she was going to get a word out. And she pulled away a little and decided to say something before they both forgot what they were doing there. I just... His neck looked far too inviting. And she couldn't resist kissing it, tasting his skin just a little, and his collarbone, which had occupied a quite large proportion of her thoughts all day, was just sitting there, begging to have her... have her tongue over it. <laughs> words, she thought. They were supposed to be words. I was just thinking that you've been doing this for, I don't know, four times longer than I have. And <laughs> <laughs> his mouth was on hers again briefly, but then his lips trailed away, favoring her neck, and then repeating the gesture on her collarbone, she swallowed. Hard. (laughs) Doing it to him had been nice. Having him do it to her was nicer. And it made her inside shudder. (laughs) Well. He said, as his tone lit it, drawing her attention where he, where little else would have. That's true enough, but if you're expecting to be if you're expecting me to be four times as good at it, you're probably about to be sorely disappointed. Damn straight. Okay. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> he moved away and met her gaze, smiled at her for a moment, and then touched his lips to hers, kissing her slowly and softly until she was on the point of melting. He threaded his fingers back into her hair and drew her body closer, raising his knees a little to tilt her against him. She murmured her approval against his lips. 
She was a little surprised when he swallowed heavily and pulled away and met his gaze with an inquiring raise of her eyebrows. I meant it. He murmured softly. We don't have to. I mean, I'd like to. He glanced down briefly and then met her eye, his dancing impishly. Which I dare say you can no doubt tell, given your position. But if you don't want to. (laughs) She cut him off by pressing her lips to his, which proved to be a rather effective way of silencing him shifted closer, and then took his face in her hands, kissing him a little bit harder, (laughs) weaving her fingers into his hair to make sure that he really got the message. As his fingers closed on her lips and then drifted up over her back, pulling her more firmly against him, she wondered that it was just what she'd been worried about. This felt right. It had always been right. (laughs) She, She moved to press kisses to his neck, moving slowly up to the spot just under his ear where she knew he was particularly sensitive, eliciting a low rumble of approval from him that reverberated right through her. I do. She murmured, rather unnecessarily, she thought, given her actions. I want to find out if you're four times better (laughs) at it. (laughs) She grinned against his skin as he half laughed, half sighed, moved down to take another pass, over his delectable collarbone, <laughs> then out towards his shoulder, allowing herself to taste his skin just a little bit. I'll save you the bother, he said, his fingers dancing over her hips. I'm not. I'll settle for twice as good. And he shifted under her to kiss the crook of her neck. She felt rather than saw his smirk. Twice as good might be doable, he said. Really? Well, after all those handy hints I got from Molly this morning. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he trailed off as she moved lower, dragging her lips over his chest and producing another one of those low rumbles of approval that she liked so much. And by the time she returned to his neck, he seemed rather incapable of speech. His lips moved to her jaw and his hands trailed down her body, igniting it and making it feel exactly as if she'd that that morning. A mass of excitement and nerves and tingling anticipation. His lips were hot and teasing (laughs) on her skin, his tongue dancing, alternating light, fluttering kisses across her shoulder with something more insistent. His hands slipped around her back, releasing the catch of her bra, and he slipped it from her shoulders, barely waiting until it had hit the floor. His mouth started exploring. She tried to form a word of encouragement or approval, but the only thing that escaped her lips was a gasp. She pressed her fingers into his neck, holding them exactly where they were, hoping that spoke the volume she couldn't. And when she really didn't think there was... She could take any more. She dragged his lips back to hers, and his fingers ghosted over her thighs, up to her hips, shifting her against him. It was all tantalizingly close to being too much, and she bit her lip as she moved forward, catching his face in her hands and kissing him hard, and then (laughs) sliding her legs down his. He seemed to really take the hint, rolling her onto her back and settling against her with a low moan. Lomo. I'm not doing Lomo. (laughs) 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 That that rumbled right through her, returning her kiss very much in the spirit that she'd extremely 
wicked things to her nipples with his tongue. <laughs> As they settled on her stomach, she instantly forgot her disappointment that they weren't paying attention to her breast anymore, and her fingers tightened in his hair. Very nice. He muttered, and she swallowed. What? Knickers. (laughs) He said. Very nice. Are these the pulling kind, or? Wouldn't you like to know? And he sniggered. (laughs) (laughs) Almost ashamed to take them off. He mused, toying with the lace around her top as he placed hot kisses along her hip bone. But you're going to anyway? She asked, peering down at him as she felt him look up. He raised an eyebrow at her, but tugged them down anyway when she grinned and then slid back up her body, hoping to, ho- helping her to divest him the last vestiges of his, of his clothing, too. He settled up against her, so solid and warm beneath her fingers, and demonstrated Demonstrably, palpably naked. Naked. (laughs) (laughs) She was naked with Remus J. Lupin. She wanted to love. She wanted to laugh at the thought, even though she'd never been more serious about any concept ever in her life. But when he stretched over her and kissed her, taking his time, moving slowly over every millimeter millimeter of her mouth, and thought. Of ushering anything but a low, appreciative moan darted from her mind. He eased away slowly, met her eye. Do I need my wand? He said, and she (laughs) nodded. He leant over the the edge of the bed and (laughs) scrambled to the floor in in his abandoned trousers, muttering the charm out loud. Though though she'd have trusted him to do it wordlessly and then settled back against her. And now there was nothing to stop them. And the thought of them, the thought of that wouldn't stop and hopefully wouldn't be interrupted sent a thrill of pure excitement through her. She couldn't resist wrapping her arms around his neck and pulling him in for a kiss, and his lips on hers made her ache in the very best possible way. Of all the kisses that they, they'd ever shared, she thought this would one by far most be the best because there was a raw honesty about it. He didn't trouble to try and hide how much he wanted her, as she did earlier, and somehow knowing that they'd very much wanted each other fueled them both to a new desire that they were a little keener than it had been, a little more demanding and entirely inescapable. And so when he moved away a little and looked at her, his breath hot and raged over her face. Ragged. (laughs) (laughs) She just nodded ever so slightly, but it was enough for both of them. He shifted his weight a little, lowering himself carefully, (laughs) and pressed his body into hers. She gasped (gasps) and took a shuddering breath at the contact. And for a moment, they just looked at each other, and the whole world felt still, as if it was holding its breath along with them. (laughs) (laughs) And then he kissed her slowly and moved just a little, and everything went hazy around them. And they were nothing but skin on skin, lips on lips, as they clung to each other. He took things slowly at first. <laughs> and was a little tentative. More tentative than perhaps she'd expected that he would be, given the urgency of his earlier actions. 
But when she responded eagerly, wrapping her legs around his and rising up to meet him, he sighed. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) And what what sounded a little more, what sounded like a little relief against her throat and rocked his hips more certainly, purposefully against hers. And it felt she wasn't sure she had the words. She took a shaky breath against his lips. Think- really this is really long. Are we going to finish it? Yeah, we are. Oh, God. Where am I? Oh, God, I lost my place. She took a shaky breath against his lips, thinking that at once everything felt completely unreal and wonderfully, wonderfully real that her thoughts and the sensation he was producing seemed to be in vivid color when before they'd been muted. Only she hadn't known it. She slid her hands down his body, clutching at his hips and pulling him closer, deeper, almost as thrilled by the groan she elicited from him and the shudders coursing through her body. No. That's Ezra. Where's the groan? groan. (laughs) (laughs) his breath was ragged or raged (laughs) and hers heavy as the tension mounted and they continued to move she slid her hands up over his back holding him closer tightening her legs around his wondering if she'd ever be able to get enough she whispered to him telling him begging him not to stop don't stop Even though she didn't think he was about to. And she could feel him smiling, albeit in a rather strained fashion, as he shifted a little to press frantic kisses to her skin. When his teeth glazed. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, he's a werewolf, you know, he's hungry. When When his teeth grazed her neck, it was all too much in the best way possible. And she let go, letting him feel in every arch of her body and her in every ragged, <laughs> ragged breath she snatched against his face with how much she liked what he was doing. And he held her tightly to him, kissing the side of her face, her hair, anywhere he could reach, letting her ride the sensation out until she relaxed in his arms, feeling lightheaded and breathless. She covered his face in appreciative kisses, and he picked up the pace a little. Then, and so did she, digging her fingernails into his shoulders, wanting him to feel what she'd felt. She wasn't sure he needed the extra encouragement, but just in case, she kissed him. uh, Fiercely. Fiercely. (laughs) Delighting in the way that after a moment, he couldn't kiss her back at all. Reduced to nothing but heavy, labored breaths against her mouth. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Merlin <laughs> Merlin <laughs> And after another moment He couldn't even manage that And he buried his face in the crook of her neck And let out a groan that reverberated right through her <sighs> <laughs> Making her inside shudder And her heart sore Before letting his body collapse onto hers <laughs> Yeah, that was for me. That'd be like maybe ten seconds. So, <laughs> they were st- 
They were still for a moment revealing in their shared heat, their frantic breathing as it slowed. And when they both returned to something approaching normal, she slid her hands into his hair and he raised his head and kissed her, his lips taking up languid, languid pass over hers, making her inside shiver in delight. Time seemed to lose all meaning in the wake of a kiss like that. I mean, time for me seems like it's lost a lot. You know, <laughs> all means that I know, that's took me a lot longer to read it than it last lasted for days. It <laughs> was over far too soon. <laughs> he buried his face in her neck again and laughed. <laughs> she couldn't help laughing too, letting out a breathy snigger against him. Breathy. Breathy? I don't a know. Breathy? Breathy? Sorry, guys. A breathy and enraged snicker. Guys, there's a lot of words here. He moved, he moved away a little, propping himself up on one elbow, using the other hand to push her hairs out on his eyes. When he glazed, rolled over. Gaze? What is with you and glaze? No, I, I said that one specific. I lost that, where I am. That was perfect, yeah. Oh. Searching for something she couldn't quite fathom. So we finally did that then. He said quietly, his fingers lingering on her cheek. Seems like. She said, a little surprised that her voice was working, but not at all surprised how pleased she sounded. He grinned and then laughed. Nope. I can't, guys. I can't. And kissed her again softly. And she wasn't sure, but but the butterflies were back. And when she took a breath to try and still them, it caught in her chest. He moved away, flopping back on the bed with a sigh she found rather with gratifying. And then he met her eye before glancing down at his chest in an obvious invitation. She inched towards him and sat up a little and drew the sheets toward them, pulling them over her shoulder as she settled on his. She chanced a glance up at him and met his eye. He sniggered slightly and looked away biting his lip against a grin. And with his hair all rumpled and his cheeks slightly flushed and his eyes sparkling, she thought she'd never looked more appealing or handsome. Heed. Heed. Sorry. <laughs> Tonks is a very handsome woman. Clearly. Uh, can be if so chooses. That's true. His fingers trailed over her shoulders and drawn on her arm, tickling her skin and pulled her closer pressed a warm kiss onto her forehead and letting his lips linger there for so long she'd almost forgotten they were always there. She was never entirely sure what she was supposed to say in situations like this, but she'd always felt she should say something because it seemed silly not to. And so when she was sure she'd be able to manage a whole real word and not just a string of garbled... Morphemes? Morphemes. Morphemes that echoed what she was feeling... She said the first thing that came into her head. I suppose we should have the post-sex talk. <laughs> she murmured. The what? Remus said, raising his head and looking a little alarmed at the suggestion. You know, where you talk about something other than what you just did that isn't really significant, but seems so at the time. Like, I might tell you that I always wanted a set of muggle crayons when I was little and my mother wouldn't let me have them or something. Oh. He said, his tone dropping in relief. For a moment there, I thought you were talking about something much more frightening. What? She said, smiling it up at him, intrigued. He looked away and sniggered again, and his gaze swung back to hers, a glimmer of desperate amusement written across his features. Something involving scorecards and marks out of ten for what we just did. He said. 
Oh. She said, laughing at the thought. No. She bit her lip, pressing her cheek into his, unable to resist a cheeky grin. But that might be fun. He pressed his head back into the pillow and considered her for a moment, the same twinkle of amusement still in his eyes. I'll confess to a modicum? A modicum of curiosity, numbers-wise. He said, tilting his chin into the into his chest and peering down at her and his expression was so amused and yet hopeful that she couldn't resist the impulse to tease him just a little bit seven whoa she said hiding her hiding her face in his chest and biting her lip to keep from laughing as she imagined the horrified look on his face seven remus said appalled she chanced a glance up finding his eyebrows and as amusingly high on his forehead as she'd hoped they would be and a quarter, maybe. She said. Seven and a... Remus dissolved into a breathy protest that <laughs> didn't involve any actual words. Now, admittedly, it's been a while since I had anything to compare it to. He said. Indignantly. Oh, indignantly. But for my money, that was at least seven and a half sex, if not seven and three quarters. <laughs> she pressed her lips even more firmly together and successfully bit back her laughter. Well, Snape's always saying you're too generous with your marking. She said and looked up. Remus' mouth was gaping. Generous as with he was my, aghast. Oh, my bad. <laughs> generous with mine. He dissolved into another string of blustered protests, but his eyes were dancing. I'll give you generous with my marking. Before she could do anything to stop him, he made good on, the threaten, on his threatening tone, rolling her onto her back and pinning her to the bed his fingers finding a particularly sensitive spot on her ribs and digging in a, in a merciless tickle. Don't. <laughs> she writhed against him, laughing and feebly trying to work her way free, even though she quite liked the comforting weight of his body on hers, if not his tickling fingers. Soon enough, though, tickling gave away to careness. Caresses. Caresses. <laughs> Guys, there's a lot of words here, okay? And I'm reading it all on the spot. Okay. And laughter to kisses. And then eventually became entwined in the most delightful way until she found herself nestled back onto his shoulder with his arms around her, having given in and confessed that actually she'd probably put it somewhere around the eight mark and agreed that Snape was in no way right about his grading scale and they should never mention him in the bedroom ever again. Thank you. As she felt her... Her breathing settled up in a contended rhythm that matched his and his eye and her eyelids starting to droop. She thought for the first time with what other blokes she'd always felt edgy somehow, concerned with what they thought of how she looked, wondering if they liked what they saw or if they wanted her to change, if they liked what she was doing, but that she hadn't felt anything like that with Remus. Sirius's word, Sirius. Sirius. <laughs> Serious's words. Serious's words about <laughs> about it being obvious how Remus felt drifted through her mind, and as Remus pressed his lips onto her temple and kissed her goodnight, she couldn't help but wonder that if that's what if that was why, and she knew she shouldn't attach too much meaning to eight out of ten sex and him shooting twiglets <laughs> up up someone's nose. But as she drifted off to sleep, listening to the thrump <laughs> of his heart, she couldn't help wondering if 
every thump was for her and every grinning thump. at the thought. Dude, that was well that was well done. That was a lot of reading. That was a long chapter. I was reading that on the spot. And yeah. I'm also like leaning into this microphone. So I'm like Awkwardly. some of the some of the words, some of the words that are on like the right side of my screen, I'm like, uh okay. it's right in So first of all, I don't I from what I was envisioning, the sex was like ten out of ten. So I don't really know what was going on. Maybe she's just she's hoping. Room room in, Tiffany. Exactly. She's 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 thinking that maybe he didn't give it quite his all the first time. Yeah. Is it just me or uh, well, the wizards pay a lot of attention to collarbones. Yeah. yeah, there was there was like there's so much talk about shoulders and, and collarbones. That must be a British thing. Well, Maybe. I'm, I'm thinking it could be the author's uh, thing. author's preference. Yeah, That's, yeah. She I'm, likes some collarbones. Down. Yeah. Kiss my, my collarbone. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Why? Wow. So this is epic. Um. That got really intense. That got really... It seems like uh, a lot further in the story. We jumped from chapter one to chapter yeah, 16. Really 16. I must have missed it. didn't even read the whole chapter. Yeah, that wasn't even... That was half. That didn't even read the whole chapter. We scrolled that was, down. That was one quarter of the chapter. It was insanely yeah. long. This is, well, this is well done, actually. This what are really tinglets? Well Twiglets. Twiglets. What are twiglets? It had you. to do with they earlier were at a in the chapter. They were like at the Leaky Cauldron. At like They were dancing... And he, I think there was somebody flirting with Tonks or something. It was it was her ex boyfriend, and he was being a. Dick. That's right. Steve and whoever she was like, ooh, comparing him to yeah, Steph is her who is Steph? Steph is her best friend, a girl. And have they boned? No. <laughs> and Not Remus like shot. He like anything can happen. Spell and like shot some something up her ex boyfriend's nose to make him go away or something like that. Um, Whoa! Wow! Okay. Matt, what do you? I mean, you know, I don't know, man. I was just trying to, you know, reading a lot. Yes, I was trying to lead up. I was trying to read a lot on the spot. Well, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and it's just like my screen's super bright, and so I was like, okay, that was rough. I just Um, feel awkward because I was like the only one aroused, so it was really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I was aroused for you know all of like two seconds, which is right. Yeah, yeah, all was gonna last. (laughs) So yeah, anything longer than that, you know, we're in real trouble. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I mean, you know, just. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I like Remus. I think it's canon. Remus and Tonks getting together. I'm all about it. I think it's canon too. Yeah. Obviously, it has to be correct because they end up having, right, Megan? Teddy. Teddy, okay. But they're married first. When do they get married? I don't don't, know. But don't both oh, don't wait both a Remus second. and Tonks die. Oh, shoot. But, but they do yes. No. I say you, they did. I thought they did. They do. They do. That's what I thought. They Just not in Swish and Flick's heart. You know no. they they didn't. No, they so. did. In my heart, they did. When did they die? When did they? My heart. When did the Battle of Hogwarts? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. It's always been Tom said that J.K. had to choose killing off either Remus or Arthur. Arthur could have gone. I still no. lived his life. I still Sorry. he lived they his life. Still had a mother. I will always Teddy vouch that no Har- Arthur should have died over Remus. I agree. Whole no, always. I don't know. Even though, I mean, Remus is my second favorite character, but I would rather have. Arthur stay alive because they lose one of the twins. So if they lost one of the twins, boo hoo! Teddy loses both of his parents. But the thing is, like, no. if it had just if it had just been Remus who died, and like it wouldn't have been Tonks, that no, would have been, been, heart- been heartbreaking. Remus so the is fact finally that, happy, and so the, you're taking that away from him. But now it's Re- but Remus and Tonks die at the same time, so it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can go home now. You're not. That was the end of the. That was the end of the Marauders. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, that is Debbie. sad. That is super sad. Yeah, they all gone. Oh, man. Yep. So. All right. Well, what? Matt, that is interpretive fan fiction. That is. Uh, we're and, doing a lot more uh, of these. Uh, probably some more Harry Potter ones, I'm sure. These um, are a little wild and out of control, but uh, yeah, and again, we like it that way. And again, uh, we said this, said this before. These are all pretty much dry reads. We just literally jump in and start going. So It depends on who you ask if it's actually a dry read. I don't think I don't think this was a dry story at all, to be quite frank. I think it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. What uh, what, I, what I'm implying what? Yeah, what I'm implying is that we, we typically read these for the first time, so it's like when we come across something funny, it's probably gonna stop for a bit. It's just it, we think it's we think it's more funny to do it that way where it's we're just reading it for the first time. Well, most of us for the first time. But yeah. Yeah, geez, you go. Megan and Katie know the story by heart so also um we should point out that we have uh, the swish and flick cast with yes, us we again do. so super epic and yeah hopefully we have them on a few more episodes yeah because you guys are great uh as before we go can you just give me one more good solid moan <laughs> <sighs> was that right yeah sorry that actually, that's, good. that's yeah. actually how it sounds in case anybody wants to know yeah I was thinking more of like I was thinking more of like a uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Can we have, can we have a moan off? Hopefully no, a, a moan off. Oh god. A moan. Oh, well, let's see if we can get a female moan in here. Like we're kind of like what Not we, it. Not Megan, got it? You're the last. Actually. Uh, yeah, you're the last. <laughs> that was gross. Oh. <laughs> I'm that not doing good. it. Tiffany hates me. Okay. All right. Megan. Uh, in closing, is there anything else we have? In <laughs> there we go. There it was. That was great. Yeah. As take it away. All right, guys. That's it. Um, we are coming back with um, more of these. We've got actually got Katie has a few uh, stories that eventually at some point here we're going to read. They're shorter, but uh, a lot shorter. Yeah, but they're but they're your fanfic. This is cool, you know. Yeah. So like, you know, we want to read that. If you have a uh, fan fiction that you'd like us to read, um, hit us or up a on, specific category. Right. Yeah. Hit us up on Facebook um, or email us at secondbreakfastcast at gmail dot com. Wasn't that pretty official? Yeah. 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 Do we have good. One? We do. Oh, look at yeah, that. hey, how about, why, where, where can we find you guys? Just throw us, you know. Um, Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook or Swish Flick Cast on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> and if you, uh, if you ever want to email us with any questions about anything pertaining to Harry Potter, it is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so in closing, um, don't let the muggles get you down and stay hungry. <laughs>